Welcome to Upgrade Engines with Scott Wozniak, where we explore the tools and tactics that drive improvement. If you're hungry for more and better, if you want to move past hype and discuss how, you're in the right place. Change really is possible. Dreams can come true. It may take a while, but you can upgrade anything if you build the right engine. Between you and most of the wonderful things you want in your life is a seven-minute barrier. Before we can get the awesome stuff we want, before we can become who we want, accomplish the things we want, we've got to get through this barrier of about seven minutes. And then on the other side is, is glory and life and peace and health and all sorts of beautiful things. I've lived this, and my guess is you have too. So let me define what this barrier is and maybe talk about how I'm learning to get through it, get around it, make sure I get to the other side. This seven-minute barrier is roughly, I mean, I'm picking seven minutes as a generic term, but that's about how long it is actually for me, so really seven minutes. And it's this this interim period when I start something and it feels uncomfortable. It's this zone of discomfort. Now, that could be physical discomfort, right? So one example of this is I start exercising. And man, when I first start, I do not want to move. I try to exercise about six days a week. Every now and then I miss a day, but generally speaking, that's my pattern. And I mean, like three, four weeks, you know, three weeks out of the, the month, I typically get six days exercising. And I got to tell you, almost every time, I don't feel like it when I get started. I would much rather just like, you know what, this morning, I got a million things to do. I really, can I skip it? Do I have to? Uh, is seven minutes of discomfort. Now, here's why I say seven minutes. Because guess what? Oh, about seven minutes into this, the discomfort starts to fade. It's not consistently, constantly uncomfortable, but it is at the beginning. And then the discomfort starts to fade. And guess what? I'm just in the rhythm, doing my normal workout, having a good time. And you know what? At this point, I've worked out enough. In the first few months, this is not going to be the case if you're just getting started. But if you can get past three months of working out, honestly, it feels awesome at the end of the workout. But yeah, that first seven minutes, no, pretty much wish I wasn't there thinking, gosh, I'd like to be somewhere else. And this isn't just a physical discomfort. Um, I love writing. I truly love writing. I love creating content and the writing process. I've written four books. Fourth one's coming out this year in 23. I've written more than just books, blog posts and uh, white papers and and training programs. And I, I love the writing process. Honestly, I have said that in a parallel universe, I could have had a satisfying, happy life as an author. I've got fantasy series I want to write and mystery novels and all sorts of adventure books. I've got a long list of nonfiction books from, from leadership stuff. I've been writing some of these, right? But I mean, I could literally just write the whole time. However, so I'm not your typical guy, like I, in writing's fine. I always did. Even in school, uh, English classes and composition classes were my favorite. I love that stuff. And when I sit down to write, I, it took me four years to write this fourth book. Why? Partly I was busy. Uh, partly I was working on the content, really kind of refining it. Yeah, and mostly I had a seven-minute barrier. Every time I sat down to write, especially these last two years, the first two years got a bunch of drafts, went through a round, and then I was like, I just need to do one last revision. 
two years to do the final revision. Why? Because in all the busyness and chaos and things going on, I didn't put enough things in place to get me past my seven-minute barrier. Because even though I love writing, the first seven minutes of sitting down, it feels mentally awful. Not like agony torture, but just enough uncomfortable that, you know, maybe I should do this other thing. And it's almost a, a half joke. If you're, uh, if you're an author or creative, you know this one all too well. It's time to finally produce. And what do you know? Suddenly you have all the energy you need to clean out the closet or uh, go sort through that. I really needed to get sort through those old clothes there. Man, that, that drawer. My, we need to do something about that junk drawer. Like what's going on? I don't want to sit there for seven minutes with my brain straining, working, trying to wrap myself around the content, think of new stuff. I don't know. Am I going to say it right? And how would I, I, gotta, like, I don't know exactly. Now, here's the thing. If I get past that seven minutes, I have literally done writing retreats where for five days in a row, I wrote for 12 to 14 hours and only took brief breaks to grab a bit of food, go to the bathroom, hit back down. And I loved it. I planned to do more of them. They were so fun. Not just productive, fun. Yeah. But the first seven minutes, rough. Once I'm in the zone, I could stay in the zone. There's a seven minute barrier between me and the zone. This is true in sometimes relationally enough conversation. You got to get into it. The first seven minutes is really hard and awkward. And how do you bring it up? But there's so much life and rich relationship on the other side of seven minutes of difficult conversations. There's a, a thorny path that you have to walk. Now you don't have to walk it barefoot though. There are things you can do to reduce the pain and speed up the process. Seven minute barriers, uh, hopefully a memorable way of thinking about this, but it doesn't have to actually last seven minutes. There's things to do to speed this up. There are ways to get you there to get to the other side, but I have yet to figure out how to completely skip this, even for things I truly love. There's a seven minute barrier between you and the life you want. Are you willing to be uncomfortable in order to get it? Do you want it enough that you're willing to have a seven minute window where it feels weird? Not gross, creepy weird, but just off, just enough exhausting, just uncomfortable and challenging and concerning and frustrating and anxious. And if you just get through it, you can have the life you want. But I, don't, don't be shocked. That's the first piece. Don't be surprised. Don't belittle yourself. Don't mock and shame and push your own self. Like, well, what's wrong with me? I thought I said I'm clearly, I guess I don't like writing or man, why can't I have a conversation? Hey, welcome to humanity. We all have this barrier. It is, you're not uniquely messed up because you have a difficult time getting started on the things that you ultimately say you love. We all do. Some of us just sit through it. Okay. So first is don't be shocked. The second, how do you get this better? You got to really explicitly name and talk about and focus on the value on the other side. You push through the pain for the joy set before you on the other side. You endure this suffering because you believe that the, the payout is far exceeds this discomfort. That's why you do hard things. It's because you, you know. Now, I have to remind myself on the regular hey, I'm sitting here getting ready, my shoes on. I really don't want to do this. And I have to say, I'm going to be glad I did this. It's going to feel great. I felt great yesterday when I did this. It is going to be worth it. And I have to say that self. Sometimes I have to say it out loud. Most of the time I can say it in my head so I don't sound totally weird to my family. But yeah, sometimes you got to get a person on the phone and they remind you and they talk about, hey, remember why we're doing this? 
You got to say, what's the alternative? I don't want to have that hard conversation with our relationship. Well, the alternative is I don't have a great relationship. Nope, this relationship matters too much to me. It is worth it. And you've got to call that out again and again and again. I mean, almost every time sometimes I have to say, I'm going to be glad I did this. And so very clearly name and call out and focus on the value and the benefit of getting to the other side. So that this presumes, by the way, that you've spent the time to figure it out. So don't berate yourself. Don't be shocked when it happens. Call out, like highlight, underline, here's what I'm going to, it's going to be worth it. I'm going to be glad. Now, another way to do this is to trick yourself into getting started. Do baby steps. So it often feels overwhelming to commit to the whole thing. Don't commit to the whole thing. Yeah, just take just take a baby step. I, I'm kind of air quotes here. If you can see me, you say, like, go trick yourself, right? Listen, I don't have to run the whole run. Right? Like running's my most common form of exercise. You know, I'm just going to put my shoes on. I could change my mind later. I'm just going to put my running shorts on and get the shirt, or if it's cold, get a jacket on. I'm, I'm just going to get dressed. I, you know, I'm just going to go down the block. If I decide I don't want to change it, the other thing, I just, I'll take baby steps. Writing. I'm not, I'm not committing to a full three-hour writing session, even an hour writing session. I'm just going to get in there and I'm going to see if I can write one sentence. Uh, one guy I read talked about, he's getting back in shape and here was his goal. He's like, I, I'm just going to do one push-up. That's it. Like, I mean, maybe I'll do more. Now that I'm down there, I could decide I want to do more than a push-up, but I might just do one push-up and that's okay. And that that micro goal is what he called it, right? This little baby steps. What, what it does is it kind of, I, I say tricks us because it gets this momentum going. It feels like I can't handle a full seven minutes of discomfort. That's okay. I'll just handle seven seconds. And at the end of that seven seconds, it's not so bad. I'll do seven more and seven more. And next thing you know, I'm rounding the block, hitting my run. I've got a little lap around my neighborhood I'll do. And, um, and I'm feeling good. And I'm like, I might as well finish it. I'm feeling fine. I feel great. By the time of the end, I'm like, man, I feel really alive right now. Now, I, I didn't feel that when I started and I didn't commit to the whole thing when I started necessarily. Now, I knew I've done this uh, hundreds, thousands times maybe now. I knew what I'm doing. But, but even sometimes I still have to do this. I'm tired. It's cold. I don't want to get out there. It's hot. Whatever the season is, it's always a good excuse, right? The seven minute barriers, I got a lot of creative versions and I decide I'm going to give it a, I'll just take the next step. I'll just write the next sentence. I'll just, I'll just start the conversation. And if it gets too awkward, we can always quit it. I always back out. Just get a few things going. Just take baby steps. One little bonus on this when I'm tricking myself is I often try to distract myself. So when I run, I actually put in audiobooks to listen to. It's actually important that I put in the audiobooks and then start getting ready because I've kind of got this routine of ready and running and my brain is half distracted by the book that's going on. Or if I'm going to write, hey, the first thing I'm going to do, I'm not actually writing anything yet. I'm just going to go reread what I'd written last time and just load it up in my brain. And my brain's just thinking about if I were to write, what would I I say, or a relationship, like another, I say distract, right? The application here is sometimes take a walk. Sometimes if you have a hard conversation with somebody sitting down over a table or at the couch and just looking each other deeply in the eye and trying to talk about it, that's actually harder than go for a drive, go for a walk, um, do a chore together. Like, Hey, let's fold laundry. I mean, b basic stuff, right? I, maybe you can get more creative versions of these, but your brain doing on something else and it somehow, I don't know, may, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's my ADD uh, needs something to help me focus. 
But I got to tell you, that is a super tool, just kind of bonus on tricking myself and getting the momentum going without me feeling like it. And then I'll share one last tip as we go through this. Even with all that, even with all my tools, um, reminding myself and distracting myself and kind of baby steps and I'm not doing the whole thing, all that stuff coming together. I still think one of the superpowers is learning to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Learning to be okay with myself and my space sitting in this place of discomfort and say, this is it. It's, I'm leaning into it. I'm pushing and it hasn't quite broken through yet. And that's okay. And, and finding peace, finding a sense of, of purpose in the work, like ah, I'm, I do this and I can sit in an uncomfortable place. Now, how do you practice that? By just doing it. I don't, I don't know a magical trick for this, but every time I do it, it gets a tiny bit easier. It never goes away. The discomfort's there, but it doesn't shock me, doesn't surprise me. And I'm learning to like, I can step into something uncomfortable. We'll get to the other side. It'll be fine. I can, I can back out if I need to. I'll get through if I need to. I can more and more over time becoming comfortable being uncomfortable just because I'm practicing it. It does get better. The life you want is right there. There's just a seven minute barrier of discomfort between you and the life you want. Push yourself through it. You can do seven minutes. You really can. It usually doesn't last literally longer than seven minutes, sometimes faster, rarely longer. Yeah, I've had bad experiences that were a lot worse than seven minutes. But I'm talking about those things you know that when you're in there, it's going to be okay. You just don't be shocked. There's a thorny path, a barrier between you and the life you want. Put a little effort into it and you can get to the other side. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Upgrade Engines with Scott Wozniak. If you want to hear more of my thoughts on life and leadership, you might want to sign up for my weekly newsletter at www.scottwozniak.com slash upgrade. That's S-C-O-T-T-W-O-Z-N-I-A-K dot com slash upgrade. You'll get a cool quote, a deep thought, and a recommendation for something that I use and love. It's not long and it should be fun. The theme is similar to this podcast, but it's not the same content. And if you're a leader who wants to build a legendary brand, you can check out my company's website to learn how we can help at www.swazconsulting.com. That's S-W-O-Z consulting.com. Change really is possible. Dreams can come true. It may take a while, but you can upgrade anything if you build the right engine.